Chapter fifty five of Astoria or Anecdotes of an Enterprise Beyond the Rocky Mountains by Washington Irving. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Anxieties of Mr. Astor, Memorial of the Northwest Company, Tidings of a British Naval Expedition Against Astoria, Mr. Astor Applies to Government for Protection, The Frigate Adams Ordered to be Fitted Out, Bright News from Astoria sunshine suddenly overclouded while difficulties and disasters had been gathering about the infant settlement of astoria the mind of its projector at new york was a prey to great anxiety the ship lark dispatched by him with supplies for the establishment sailed on the sixth of march eighteen thirteen within a fortnight afterwards he received intelligence which justified all his apprehensions of hostility on the part of the british the northwest company had made a second memorial to that government representing astoria as an american establishment stating the vast scope of its contemplated operations magnifying the strength of its fortifications and expressing their fears that unless crushed in the bud it would effect the downfall of their trade influenced by these representations the british government ordered the frigate phoebe to be detached as a convoy for the armed ship isaac todd which was ready to sail with men and munitions for forming a new establishment they were to proceed together to the mouth of the columbia capture or destroy whatever american fortress they should find there and plant the british flag on its ruins informed of these movements mr astor lost no time in addressing a second letter to the secretary of state communicating this intelligence and requesting it might be laid before the president as no notice however had been taken of his previous letter he contented himself with this simple communication and made no further application for aid awakened now to the danger that menaced the establishment at astoria and aware of the importance of protecting this foothold of american commerce and empire on the shores of the pacific the government determined to send the frigate adams captain crane upon this service on hearing of this determination mr astor immediately proceeded to fit out a ship called the enterprise to sail in company with the adams freighted with additional supplies and reinforcements for astoria about the middle of june while in the midst of these preparations mr astor received a letter from mr r stewart dated st louis may first confirming the intelligence already received through the public newspapers of his safe return and of the arrival of mr hunt and his party at astoria and giving the most flattering accounts of the prosperity of the enterprise so deep had been the anxiety of mr astor for the success of this object of his ambition that this gleam of good news was almost overpowering i felt ready said he to fall upon my knees in a transport of gratitude at the same time he heard that the beaver had made good her voyage from new york to the columbia this was additional ground of hope for the welfare of the little colony the post being thus relieved and strengthened with an american at its head and a ship of war about to sail for its protection 
the prospect for the future seemed full of encouragement and mr astor proceeded with fresh vigor to fit out his merchant ship unfortunately for astoria this bright gleam of sunshine was soon overclouded just as the adams had received her complement of men and the two vessels were ready for sea news came from commodore chauncey commanding on lake ontario that a reinforcement of seamen was wanted in that quarter the demand was urgent the crew of the adams was immediately transferred to that service and the ship was laid up this was a most ill-timed and discouraging blow but mr astor would not yet allow himself to pause in his undertaking he determined to send the enterprise to sea alone and let her take the chance of making her unprotected way across the ocean just at this time however a british force made its appearance off the hook and the port of new york was effectually blockaded to send a ship to sea under these circumstances would be to expose her to almost certain capture the enterprise was therefore unloaded and dismantled and mr astor was obliged to comfort himself with the hope that the lark might reach astoria in safety and that aided by her supplies and by the good management of mr hunt and his associates the little colony might be able to maintain itself until the return of peace End of chapter fifty five